Good evening and welcome to another episode of A Great Day of Freedom. This is Mark Mandrake and I'm here with the lovely Ferrari. And we do have some stuff to bring to you, which is actually kind of interesting, kind of disturbing. Um, and, that just uh, seems to be the political forecast every day. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, a couple of interesting things happened today. Um, we reached a very grim milestone today um, yeah. as far as COVID goes. Um, 300,000. Uh, Officially documented as uh, dead. From COVID. Yeah, the the thing, and the reason why Ferrari says officially documented is because there's uh, some people and some governors, <coughs> DeSantis, um, that unless it actually says COVID-19 on the death certificate doesn't count. Um, it's obvious that while he might be an intelligent JAG lawyer, which I doubt that he's intelligent, um... He obviously knows shit about medical. Um, comorbidity is very important. Here, let me try to explain this, and I think I might have actually said this on a previous podcast, but if not, I'm going to say it again. Um, sit back and ask yourself, how many people have you heard die of AIDS, which is another virus? You're going to say, well, this person, this person, this person. Does it actually say autoimmune deficiency syndrome? On the dust certificate? No, it doesn't. It actually says from complications of AIDS uh, or pneumonia or, pneumonia, uh, or any mm -hmm. number of things along those lines. That's because there's comorbidities. It's the same thing with COVID-19. Um, a lot of these people are dying from pneumonia. Um, they might be dying from heart failure. They might be dying from kidney failure, um, which... Don't get me wrong, at some point they may have died from down the line, but COVID definitely exacerbated those symptoms, sped them up, and made it so they died quicker. Um, so that number, where early on in this people were like, well, I don't believe that number. I think it's much lower. Can't say that anymore. No, um, I actually think it's higher. Yeah. Yeah. It, it actually uh, appears to most likely be much higher. Now, there is, uh, there, there, well, we'll get to the second part. Another thing that happened today, and this part's actually good, uh, was that all the states signed off on their electoral ballots, uh, you know, which uh, made it so we have President-elect Biden and uh, Vice President-elect uh, Kamala Harris. And so that's a good thing. I believe it's mm -hmm. January 6th is when Congress has to uh, certify. certify them. Now, whether or not that's going to happen, who knows? Because we have an interesting um, situation developing in Washington. Uh, there was, um, I believe, total was 126. I believe 106 represent Republican representatives uh, signed on to a lawsuit in Texas to go after uh, four states. I know Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, mm -hmm. I think Michigan. Uh, I can't remember what the what the fourth state was. Um, to 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 pull away Biden's votes. In other words, give those states to Trump, even though Trump lost the election in those states. Right. Basically, Texas was saying 
they were suing these states because they didn't like the way that their elections were run. So, welcome to democracy, my friends. That's exactly why we need to get certain people out of office. Right. On the bright side, the Supreme Court said, no, the states have the rights to run the election as long as they're just and fair. Which... However they want. Which actually bit Trump in the ass because they they rushed and rushed and rushed to nominate Comey Barrett. Yep. And Comey Barrett has been going along with what everybody else is saying is that this isn't fair. I, I not fair, but it's not no, legal. No, she she's doing what she's supposed to be doing. She's following the Constitution. the The votes were cast and. Who um he's now been let go. I don't know his name, but Trump's former cybersecurity. Oh yeah, I forgot head, his head name. Head of cybersecurity yeah. even said that this has been the most secure election in the history of elections. So. Uh oh yeah, I think the other state was West Virginia, where they had three recounts, not one, not two, but three recounts. Um, again, enough. Yeah. Shit or get off the pot. If you have evidence that this election was rigged, present it. There's enough evidence to say that Trump made it difficult. Or I'm not even going to say Trump. Republicans made it difficult for people to vote. They're doing it in Georgia, where Mm -hmm. a lot of the early polling places are being closed down so people can't vote early. The, the the GOP is is essentially is saying screw democracy. That's what they're doing. I'm not saying all of them are. I know a number of Republicans that are stand up men and women that 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 want what's best for the country and are not sitting there saying, hey, I want a handout for my rich best friend. Um. They're not included in this, and as a matter of fact, their names were not on that list because uh, I intently looked because uh, there's a couple of them. If I would have seen their name mm. on the list, I have to admit I would have been heartbroken um, because they're they're good people. Uh, that being said, uh, this is uh, you know look, I've said it before, and I don't think I've totally gotten into it. I didn't vote for. For, for, for Trump. I did vote for Biden, not because I wanted to vote for Biden. Do I think Biden's going to be a great president? No, I actually don't. Um, he doesn't like progressives, which I tend to lean more towards. Um, he, he does tend to, uh, I don't want to say kiss ass for Republicans, but he's done that in the past. Um, and, and while that normally would be okay, not when they're led by Mitch McConnell. Mitch mm-hmm. McConnell wants to see you die or starve before the end of the yeah, year. Yeah, the best thing we can hope for is he just brings the country back to center, and then we can continue to work, you know, by electing, you know, congressmen and, and re- representatives and lower offices in order to, you know, continue progressive things happening, but... Uh, that would be the best thing. Yeah. Um, you know, again, it, it's 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 one of those things where where I I usually am very adamantly against one party being in the house 
you know, House, Senate, and, you know, the, the, the executive branch, uh, you know, as far as president goes. I don't think, you know, I'm against that because in that case, there, there's really no checks and balances for the most part if you do that. I think, though, that you we, we actually need to do that to kind of even out the playing field for a little bit. Well, um, Trump's administration did so much damage to the country in four years that they're just there's a huge mess that needs to be cleaned up. Yes. You know, um, I now I, I want to. I'm going to be jumping around a little bit, which I tend to do a lot anyway, uh, but that's going to happen quite a bit this show. I, I, I have a feeling, um, you know, I, I, again. Um, oh, did you you looking at what I had opened up? Oh, yeah. The list uh, is, I mean, we, you just wanted to talk about, I mean, one thing, you know, Trump and other Republicans and right-wingers have said that the left is the violent left. You know, Antifa is causing all of these violent protests and riots and things. And right now, who is causing problems? It's it, it, it it's the Proud Boys, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and groups like that. Okay, here's the thing. I had a conversation with a family member that said, insisted the Proud Boys were nothing to worry about. They're such a small faction as they sit up in their house in New York and they actually have no idea what the hell goes on elsewhere in the country. Mm-hmm. The Proud Boys actually are definitely concerned in certain parts of the country, including Florida. Um, this uh, this past weekend, uh, Trump pretty much encouraged a pro-Trump rally uh, and encouraged people like the Proud Boys to actually show up. Now, the Proud, Proud Boys actually, as of, as of uh, the past couple months, uh, changed a number of things. There was an internal structure conflict uh, where one guy didn't like how the other guy was running things. Uh, so from here on out, uh, from from the understanding that, that, that we've gotten from different media outlets and people that I know that know them, um, if you're not male and you're not white, um, bye, see ya you're not part of them anymore. Um, so pretty much what they are is they're the clan without the hoods. Right. Um, there was 12 people that were injured and or killed um, through this. Um, they, the, the Proud Boys went after uh, people that were in the Black Lives Movement protest. Because there was another one, you know, they're going to protest against each other. That's going to happen. Uh, you're going to have the LGBT community protest against them. You're going to have almost everybody protest against them. And they call themselves patriots. Now, a patriot will, uh, the, the, the actual definition of a patriot um, is a person who vigorously supports their country and is prepared to defend it against enemies or detractors. Uh, who who's, who's the enemy or detractor if you say biden i'm i'm going to ask you what the hell did he do um he ran for president and he won mm-hmm. uh if you actually were a patriot you would defend what the people wanted uh instead what you're doing is you're pushing your own views on everybody else um bugger off 
Uh, you know, uh, seriously, that's uh, if that's how you feel about it. And I, I know Ferrari, you, you have something too that came up regarding that. Well, yeah, and I, this is only because I, I do follow some, I mean, some different Facebook groups. I won't name them on here, but um, pictures were going around from this rally in D.C. of the Proud Boys wearing kilts from a company called Virillos, uh, Virillos, I'm sorry, and come to find out, and this company went on social media to express their disgust, they are an LGBTQ positive company that sells kilts and rainbows and trans colors and, and things like that, and they were absolutely horrified to see that people full of such hate were wearing their product wearing their gear so they went on social media and that's virilis and on twitter i think it's just at virilis um they said disgusted to see members of a fascist terrorist organization wearing our products we are a lgbtqia plus owned operated designed and lived we're against everything they stand for I see $750 of our gear in that picture, and I just gave $1,000 to the NAACP to redirect love, or hate to love. So, that's what some of these smaller-owned companies are doing, is seeing that, you know, these things are happening, and they're donating what they can, you know, towards different causes. But, yeah, I, I don't know why even the Proud Boys would be wearing... I was from wondering. A company I that, was wondering the same thing. Unless they don't realize that it's a company that they're not exactly you know, intelligent. I mean, that's that's tends um, to be, you but, know. But the fact is, I I I've watched and, and I've pushed independent journalism a lot uh, via this podcast, and and I used to watch a lot of independent journalists show what was going on in their neighborhoods and. And the protests, and and they weren't getting involved. They were staying far enough away where they should have been safe. Um, I'm not going to get into the police brutality thing. I'm going to leave that be. Uh, I have a feeling after the 20th we're going to see more of that, which I hope I'm wrong. I know I agree with you. The things are probably going to get worse before they get better. Um, That being said, though... um, many of the police forces and 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 i'll tell you right now wisconsin rittenhouse was part of one of the white white militia groups Mm -hmm. Uh, i don't know if it was the proud boy specifically but it was a white militia group very similar and the police helped them out and the police were telling them hey if you go over here we're not going to go over to that area for about a half an hour so we're not going to know what you do that's pretty much saying, hey, look, there's a bunch of protesters that you don't like over there. You got a half an hour to beat the hell out of them, shoot them, do whatever the hell you want, and we're not going to know. Well, similar things happened back in the 60s with the Freedom yeah. Riders and the police yeah. and the KKK. They would say, you know, we know these buses are coming into town at this time. We're not show. The police said, we're not showing up until 15 minutes later. So the KKK had a free-for-all to go after these black bus riders and their white allies. 
So it's the same tactic, and it's disgusting that it's still happening. No, and I realize that there's a couple people that that, that probably listen to this. They're going to be like, "Oh, you're full, of, you know, full of crap, whatever." Um, please, by all means, argue it with me. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I've noticed about Republicans in general is they will sit there and they will talk all big, bad, and tough up until the point when you prove them wrong. And then all of a sudden, they go to private message because they don't want the public to see that they're wrong. And then once you say that you're going to make that public message private, message pri that private message public, then all of a sudden, they shut up completely. I, on the other hand, don't. I'll admit when I'm wrong. I will own it. I will apologize for it. Hell, I'll apologize in person. But if I'm right and you're wrong and you won't admit that you're wrong, I'm going to keep on you and keep on you and keep on you like an attack dog. Because I don't own up. Own, look, if you believe in something that's not popular, own up to it. I don't like bacon. I know. And I like bacon. So yeah, my but that doesn't mean popular opinion, you know. That, like that, I just don't like bacon. Just like know? I like pineapple on my pizza. Oh. If you don't like it, screw you. You know. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I I mean the fact of the matter is 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 uh you know again we're gonna see more of these protests and please be safe because you do have some governors and that's what we're gonna move to mm -hmm. next like Governor DeSantis. Speaking of Republicans, that, who admit when they're wrong. <laughs> yeah, that, well, DeSantis, no, DeSantis will either walk out or what will happen when he gets caught in a lie is he will sit there and throw a temper tantrum. Yep. Um, both of which I've, I've, I've posted on our Facebook and, and Twitter page. Um, DeSantis is the one that pushed a bill through uh, that if you are, you know, protesting for Black Lives Matter or something like that, that. It is perfectly legal for a car to plow into that group of people. They want you all on the sidewalk. And that's great. Fine. Okay. We can deal with that. Even though that stands a higher risk of accidental damage to windows or what have you. If you've ever walked out of a concert that has, you know, a, even a thousand people. Look, you get bumped into, you can't necessarily walk straight, not because you're drunk, not because of any influence, but because there's so many people around you. Well, you, look at, nor, not obviously not this year as much because of COVID restrictions, but Black Friday sales. I mean, just yeah. look at people, a large amount of people trying to rush into a small space. Somebody's going to get hurt, something's going to get broken. Yes. It's just... Now, that being said, DeSantis designed a bill where you could, if you seen a bunch of protesters gathering in the street, you could plow through them with your car. And if you kill someone or maim someone, injure someone, you are not liable. You are not liable at all. And when asked if that counted if the group happened to be, say, the Proud Boys or Trump supporters or anything else. He didn't say anything, but it's pretty much widely known in Florida amongst 
uh, elected officials that he wouldn't do a goddamn thing. Um, really, all this is, is if he doesn't like what you're saying, it's a way to shut you up. Uh, look, I don't care what side is protesting. If you're all for running them over with a car, as a human being, you suck. Right. Um, that That's not right, regardless of what you're protesting. But that's not all. DeSantis has done so much worse. I know. I feel like we have to have a segment of, like, stupid things DeSantis has said or done. <laughs> um, he has blatantly hit our COVID numbers uh, to the point where he's been called out on, on mainstream media, local media, independent journalism, and he refuses to answer. Uh, he's told our health department not to release numbers. Um, he orchestrated the raid on Rebecca Jones. Yeah, he orchestrated you know? the raid on Rebecca Jones, which he insists wasn't a raid. It was a seizure. Right. Uh-huh. Sure. Whatever. When you have guns pointed to your children's head, to your head, to your husband's head, that's a goddamn raid. Mm-hmm. I mean, supposedly they, you know... They waited 15 minutes for her to answer the door, or 13 minutes for her to answer the door. I don't know about that. I do know, though, why why take that long? Um, I guess she was in the shower. They weren't going to open the door for people they didn't know. Um, I don't know if they were plainclothes cops, but I'll tell you right now, if a plainclothes cop I think came Rebecca to my door. Jones has video of it. Yeah, she on does. On her Twitter page now. She does. I haven't had a chance to watch it, but I do know if a plainclothes cop came to my door and said they were a cop, I still wouldn't answer it. Right. I would call the police yeah. and be like, look, is this you guys? If it's you guys, I'll let you in. If it's not, no, I'm not opening that door. Um, and so I, I don't necessarily blame her, but DeSantis was behind that too. He kind of leaned on a, a newly appointed judge to sign that search warrant, who then quit his job once he found out what exactly he was doing or being asked to do. Right. Uh, DeSantis opened up Florida wide open. We are the one state in the country that is totally wide open. No restrictions. Now, some, some establishments have their own restrictions. Plenty of establishments do. Where if you walk into a store, if you walk into you know, a restaurant to pick up food or what have you, you have to wear a mask. Um, most people abide by that, although I will say it, I, we're seeing more and more people that aren't wearing them, um, which I find interesting because it's been proven that masks work. Oh, my God, a Republican might be listening to this and say, no, they don't. Yeah, you're wrong. They do. And you want evidence of that? Look at the UFC. The UFC keeps their fighters in a tightly held bubble. Yes, they've had to cancel a number of fights, but their positivity rate when they test all their fighters, which happens numerous times before a fight, is I believe it's 0.08%. It might be 0.8%. I might have the numbers off. Still, it's less But than it 1%. is still less than 1%. So, and they have to wear masks the whole time. They have to you know, maintain social distancing the whole time. And they do that because if they don't do it, they don't get paid. If they don't get paid, they are broke-ass bitches. 
So if you want to say it doesn't work, please, by all means, present me science that's, that's recent, within the past six months, that says it doesn't work. Right. And for every paper that you tell me that you present to me that says it doesn't work, I'm going to present at least four others that tell you that you're wrong. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, that being said, DeSantis just recently, just yesterday, I believe it was, um, with the Pfizer vaccine, the vaccine's coming out. Now, I'm going to leave my personal feelings on the vaccines alone for the most part. I trust them and i will give trump a world of credit if these vaccines actually work he got this vaccine out quicker than anybody's ever gotten a vaccine out in the past which up to this point was four years for the mumps mumps vaccine that being said i want to see what the long-term effects of this vaccine are right um this virus has long-term effects i want to see what the long-term effects of the vaccine are I've also read what has happened to some people that were in the phase three trials. I also have news for you. If you're getting a vaccine, which mostly are front, you know, frontline workers right now, you are part of that phase three clinical trial. That's exactly what you are. You are part of that phase three clinical trial. Yeah, they 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 fast tracked the approval so that they could hopefully, you know, protect people with this vaccine but yeah you are still part of the uh guinea pig troop here which is okay i mean look we have to do that but realize that understand that so that being said a lot of these vaccines i think the johnson and johnson one is the only one that's a one-shot vaccine it hasn't been approved yet it they're not even bringing it up for right. fast track approval yet um, the Pfizer one, which is the one that Florida is getting, uh, actually, I think it's the one that everybody's getting right now. Right. It's the one that the UK approved for use. Um, yeah, it's right now. It's the only one that's been fast tracked for approval. You but, need yeah, you need two, two doses. You need a, 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 a one shot. And then a few weeks later, you need a second shot, which is not unheard of with a lot of vaccines. No. And if you just get the one shot, you are you you're, you're 45 to 50 percent immune, um, which is a horrible number in science. That's a horrible number. Um, that that pretty much. You no, might as that's, well flip and a that's coin. the highest. That's the highest rate. Yeah, you may be less than that. Um, and our wonderful governor <laughs> decided to publicly say that maybe. Maybe we should just get one dose. Because maybe that will be okay. When they distributed the vaccines, they looked at states per capita. They didn't look at who resides in the states. Now, as most people know, Florida is considered by many to be God's waiting room. Mm -hmm. uh, and we have more older adults or more people that are, that are prone to this than many other states yeah which means we also have a, a lot of frontline workers we yes. have a lot of doctors a lot of nurses a lot of cnas a lot of you know long-term residential care people and yeah we are not going to have enough doses for everybody no but in, start with. instead of just giving less shots i mean look 
I see where the guy's coming from. Well, if we only give him one shot, we can give more of the vaccine. Unfortunately, this isn't like a box of Cheerios where if I give my kids a little bit less, that just means it'll last longer. It ain't like that. No. You need to give both shots. And evidently, some of Dr. Atlas must have rubbed off on DeSantis because now DeSantis feels like he's a doctor and he can say, well, you only need one of these. You'll be fine. No, you probably won't be. Um, I have said for a while that this illness, what, what's, where it's going to end is going to be Florida. Yeah. Because... Again, in South Dakota right now, at least the last numbers I read, one in three has been infected with COVID. Florida, it's not quite that bad, although we don't really know because he doesn't release the actual numbers. Right. Every other state actually does. We don't. We actually opened up quicker than everybody else. You know, Trump actually had a roadmap to reopening, and it was a – he actually – had a great idea um and then he ruins it the next day by liberate this state liberate that state but the fact is if states would have followed his roadmap roadmap to reopening um it would have greatly helped reduce Mm -hmm. the number and we wouldn't have had to tell you was it thirty thousand that have that have that have died or three hundred thousand that have died in the united states we wouldn't have had to tell you that today right well, and the other problem with Florida, since we are open and places like Disney World and Universal and Bush Gardens and everything is open, how many people are traveling to Florida from out of state? Well, I want to mention something about that, actually. Keep on going and with that. And are going back home and re- you know bringing new infections to their hometowns and their home state. It's, it's interesting that you mention that. If you've watched the commercials that they put out about coming to Florida, um, we know a lot of the places that they're showing. As a matter of fact, one of the places they show is a place we used to go to very frequently, Caddies. Um, and we, we used to know everybody that worked there. I don't, right. excuse me, I don't know how it is now, but I know for the longest time that was, Hell, I got my first degree by taking all my exams at the bar when I was drinking on, on my phone, phone yeah. um, at that place. That being said, when Florida pushes out these commercials, they're talking about, come to Florida. It's beautiful. You can you can swim at Manhattan. You can do whatever Manhattan. you want. You can yeah. do whatever you want. And then I seen a come to Alabama commercial where they actually – Promoted the fact that people wear face masks. That promoted social distancing. While still talking about how beautiful that state is. You can do it both ways. Unfortunately, DeSantis doesn't realize that. My greatest hope is in two years, someone runs against DeSantis. And I have a feeling I know who it's going to be. And they beat DeSantis. And we get him out of there. DeSantis doesn't care about Florida. He's doing this because he's hoping that at some point he actually can run for president. Yeah, that's... If the country found out the crap that he pulled here, he's not going to win. 
there's much more that he's done uh, that I could get into. I'm not going to, um, you know, but he aligns much closer with the Proud Boys than anybody else. We'll put it that way. Yeah. Um, so there is a lot going on. Look, if you see protests and you insist on taking video, taking pictures, what have you, just please keep your distance. Um, yeah. the, the, the problem is... We have time. We can get into this. Oh, yeah. um, back when we we uh, you know we were looking for justice for Breonna Taylor, who never got justice. Um, who's the gentleman that got choked out? George Floyd. Uh, George Floyd. That's the one. I, you know. I, again, please forgive me. I've taken a lot of shots to the to the head in wrestling over the years. So while I remember and I could see their faces, that doesn't necessarily mean I can remember names really well that's the reason why if you meet me in person i go hey how you doing i very rarely will use your name because odds are i forgot it um but there was a number of people of color that were were killed or uh abused what have you i'm not even going to get into the written house thing people that know me know that i've seen that happen live right in front of my face um most people that sit there and make comments have just seen what right-wing media has put together, which makes Rittenhouse look like a little angel. Rittenhouse is a punk-ass bitch that's going to get raped in prison. <laughs> um, I Look, I know this might offend people, but be real about it. You know? What people don't realize is before he ended up getting involved in that shooting... He was talking to a cop. He was handed a, a bottle of water from the police. What people don't realize is after he shot people, he went up and talked to a cop and then walked away. What people don't understand is the cops knew everything that was going on then. And if they say they didn't and they say, well, prove it. I wish I could, but you erased all the footage. It's that simple. Understand, body cameras on police are a great idea. If they're not manipulated. The unions are a huge issue when it comes to police. The unions will make it so... Let's say in, in, in the Brianna Taylor case that all of those cops get 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 free. In other words, they're not guilty at all. Um, which the attorney general in that case is a joke. Um, he's a joke, but that's besides the point. Those guys will be hired. Um the cop that killed George George Floyd. If he is found not guilty, he could be hired back. The union has already said they will hire him. They will make sure the police department hires him back. So you're pretty much saying that you can make a mistake and kill someone, but you're still going to have your job. Not a great thing for a surgeon, but even worse for a cop. 
You know, that's like saying it's okay to make a life or death mistake. If I was to board a plane and I found out that my pilot is, you know, in, in, in the test simulator, crashed that flight six times out of ten, I don't think I'd be flying anymore. Um, the police went and they abused the protesters. Now, these are peaceful protesters. I'm leaving the ones that were starting the fires out. Look, they deserve to be arrested, you know, they, they that were looting, that were stealing things. If, if you're telling me that the only protesting that you seen was that, I have news for you. Stop watching Fox News and listening to Tucker Carlson. If you watched a lot of the protests, a lot of them actually were peaceful. Were they annoying? Yeah, they were annoying. They were annoying. They That's were loud. The they were point, annoying. Though, the point yeah. of protesting is to grab your attention. Yeah. So if you're annoyed, if you're irritated, if you're inconvenienced, then you, for a few minutes, Ooh. feel oppressed, you know? What did you did you just get a breaking news thing? Yeah, kind of disgusting. Um, but the we'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> um, I this this part's not funny. The the breaking news that I got was funny. Raw um, ground beef. And just we'll get back to it. Ew. Um, the police would go and they would attack mainstream media. They would attack independent journalists. They would attack met attack medics. Uh, there was a number of times that I seen police take that orange pepper spray, almost looks like a foam, but spray down all of the medical supplies, which means they can't use them anymore. Um, you don't, you know, I realize that the question that, that you might be sitting there asking yourself and wanting to ask me is, well, if they're peaceful, why do you need a medic tent? Um, I don't know. I mean, concerts are peaceful, and there's medic tents there, right? Um, hockey games, football games, baseball games, they're peaceful, but you got medic tents there, right? I mean, their medic, medic tents, tents are, are not are not just if things are going to get violent. They're like no. you said at concerts, at sporting events, people can drink too much. They can get dehydrated. They can get overheated. Somebody could have a heart attack. Somebody could have a diabetic problem. Somebody could fall and hurt themselves. You know, I mean, that's... Uh, well, I'll give you a great example. Um, and it does involve with, with police brutality. There was a gentleman in a wheelchair walking a dog. And the police... Uh, one of the policemen, he was on, he was on a bike, uh, not a motorcycle, but an actual, you know, bicycle, bicycle, uh, kicked this guy so hard in the head that it knocked over his wheelchair. His dog got loose. His dog chased after the cop, mm -hmm. took the cop off the bike, started biting him. Thankfully, one of the other police officers had seen what this initial police officer had done they did not shoot the dog instead they grabbed him they'd returned him to his owner they had helped him up but there was no medic tents to go and help this guy because they all were drenched and the medics were drenched in pepper spray again 
if you look at the people that were run over by cars, the majority of the people that were run over by cars during the protests, the cars happened to be cop cars. I'm not trying to bash on cops. I like cops. I realize that not all cops are bad. But I also realize that the cops that are silent are complicit. Mm -hmm. and, and the, that's the just... system is, is made to protect bad cops. And like you said earlier, being a police officer is a profession in which you should not be bad. Like no. you said, comparing to pilots, so it's a Chris Rock joke, you know? Like, it, it's just, you just can't have a bad cop. You can't have a bad pilot. You can't have a bad surgeon. You know, there's a reason why people are, are held to a certain standard. Well, that's why. We'll, we'll go to one more thing that was popular, and then we'll close out the show. Uh, we were going to talk about it last week. I don't think we did. Uh, private prisons versus oh, public yeah. prisons. In a public prison, they actually want you to... Become a functioning become, member of society. Yes. They, 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 they want to give you the resources to be a functioning member of society, to get out of there and not come back. Right. In a private prison, they will go out of their way to write you up, even if you didn't do anything, to keep you there longer because they get paid per head. They get paid per bed filled. Yeah. So it's in a private prison's best interest to keep you in prison. It's... In a public prison, it's in their best interest to get you the hell out. Right. That's not, say, let you out if you've done anything bad. That has happened in the past in both prisons. Right. Um, but that doesn't mean keep you in there as long as they, they, they possibly can for something small. I don't know how many of you realize this, but at one point in time, if you got caught with weed, and, and it, it wasn't in Florida, I actually think it might have been California, but I might be wrong on the state. If you got caught with a bag of weed three times, three strikes you were out. That meant prison for life. For weed. Now, of course, most of those people that got caught up in that, they got their, their sentences commuted. They, they, they're actually, they've been out of jail. That was during, uh, if I remember correctly, I believe it was during the War on Drugs by Nancy Reagan. And the War on Drugs never worked. Never worked. Um, it, it, it was fun for kids to see what real drugs look like, but at the end of the day, it never worked. I, I'll tell you right now, it was great when the cops came in and showed us what, you know, what a marijuana cigarette looked like and what a water bong looked like and every and I kept on sitting there. I'm like, man, I just can't wait till I'm done so I can go get stoned. <laughs> um, you know, I, 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 I mean, seriously, it, it's it, it didn't work. Um, and the war on drugs was never meant to work. The war on drugs was started by Nixon. It never was meant to work. The whole goal wasn't to stop drug use. The whole goal was to actually get more people in some of these private prisons and to make people's numbers look better. It was never meant to actually work. When now, any, when anybody is profiting off of a human being's life, nothing good comes of it. No. And 
you know, again, uh, one last final thing, and then we'll close it out. I know I said that was the last final thing. We'll go to one more. You don't want to talk about cannibal sandwiches? Oh, yeah. Well, I'll talk about that real quick. Where'd that go? I, I think the article I left open on your phone. Oh, uh, so at any rate, if you happen to live in Wisconsin. Oh, no, don't do that. No. If you happen to live. No, it's not there. At any rate. No, it's there. It's right there. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, CNN. Anyways, I can give you the rundown of it. In Wisconsin, apparently a popular holiday treat is what's called a cannibal or tiger meat sandwich. That is made with raw ground beef and peppers and onions. I don't know who in their right mind thinks eating raw meat is a good idea. I mean, I like my steak rare, but... Yeah, but not ground beef. No. Like, first of all, E. coli, salmonella, listeria. Um, You want mad cow disease? That's how you get mad cow disease. Like, you have to cook your meat, people. Like, that's, I just, I don't, I don't know. Like, go ahead, leave a comment about cannibal sandwiches. Like. Oh, yeah, know, well. Oh, I, what'd you find I, out? I will tell you this. It, back to the Proud Boys thing. Protesters ripped and set fire to BLM, BLM signs at two D.C. churches. And I can look at this, and this is a pretty big fire, and they're pouring uh, lighter fluid and gasoline on it. And I'm looking at how they're dressed. They're definitely Proud Boys. So who is it that's violent again? Right. Please remind me. Um, if this was Black Lives Movement doing this stuff, Republicans would be sitting there up, throwing their hands up in the air and saying, See, I told you, I told you they were violent. They all should be locked up. Yeah. No. Open your eyes and realize that what you see isn't always what's happening. I can tell you that this is not the first, and it definitely won't be the last time that I see a militia group do this. When I talked about watching independent journalism for as long as I did, this is the kind of crap that I've seen. It was militia groups actually causing the violence, actually doing a lot of the looting, Actually, you know, defacing private property. The only difference is, is a lot of them ended up wearing a black sweatshirt, so they actually look like they fit in with the BLM movement. But then they would take the sweatshirt off, and you'd see the camouflage bulletproof vest and the camouflage shirt, and mm -hmm. and the Proud Boys tattoos and everything else. So, you want to keep on believing that, live in your own little world, by all means, go for it. What's going to happen is you're going to be caught in that world when everybody else passes you by. And then as you try to catch up and stumble and fall, nobody's going to stop to pick you back up. So, um, the only other thing I wanted to say is, as far as stimulus talks, because... That's going to affect a lot of people. Come January 1st, it's going to be a lot of people, unfortunately, that get served eviction notices. Um, Congress really needs to get, the head out of their, get their head out of their asses and pass something. People need help, more so than they need it 11 months ago or 9 months ago, back in mm -hmm. March, whenever it was. You need to help the people. 
And for the one sitting back saying, well, I don't think that I should have to help anybody. No, you're right. You shouldn't have to. But guess what? If you got stocks, you might want to because the economy is going to tank if there's nobody to spend that money. Yeah. And it wouldn't take much to do it. So I'm sure I pissed a lot of people off today. I mean, um, I, th I think we've done that every episode, so. Again, if you got aggravated with anything we said, send me a direct message. I will be glad to have you on. We're going to start doing Zoom, hopefully, in the beginning of January. I spoke to our producer last night. I should know by Wednesday. Uh, if not, well, then I guess I get a new producer and we start uh, doing video. <laughs> um, that way you guys can see how ugly I am and how pretty Ferrari is. No. Um, but uh, please... We're going to try to record another one before before Christmas. Um, if not, please, whatever holiday you celebrate, have a very safe and happy holiday. Do not drink and drive. Please do not drink and drive. And just stay safe and have fun. Enjoy it with family, man. For too many years, we've driven around all over God's green earth to see family. I'm sure you guys have, too. Yeah. Guess what? This Christmas we have an excuse to stay home. Right. Stay home with your families. Enjoy it that way. So we will talk to you guys next week. Do you have anything else? No, I think you covered it. Awesome. Everybody have a great week, and we will talk to you guys all next week. Have a very happy holidays if we don't, uh, if we forget to do it next week. <laughs> on the day the wall came down. Glass is high.